The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. We're moving on to our next story, and this one has to do with the Republic of South Africa and how we have been fooled. Now, this one has been confirmed. We don't need any confirmations further to what we have. Our health system in South Africa seems to be porous to the extent that we have so many fake doctors creeping into our hospitals. I personally would have ignored the story had it been some kid who was putting up content on TikTok. This Dr. Matthew, I don't really give two bits about him. Let him say whatever he wants to say. But the problem comes when this Dr. Matthew is going to walk the streets and go into our hospitals, public hospitals, and the Department of Health is going to work with this person without ascertaining that he is in actual fact a doctor the department really the department is none the wiser as to who is actually a doctor and who is not I'm okay with people putting out content on TikTok who gives two bits but now if the the health of the civilians of the people of the Republic here, the health of civil society is going to be put at risk by the department not making sure that the people who are wearing scrubs with stethoscopes are in actual fact qualified to do that. It's a bit of a problem. I'm not quite sure if I'm making a storm out of a teacup here, but it's a bit of a problem. They have reported him to the police and blah, blah, blah. Really, I really don't care now. What I'm worried about is the people of the Republic. How many people have been treated by these kinds of bogus doctors under the authority of the Department of Health? The Department of Health. What do we do as people of faith? <laughs> yeah. We can say and rant and rave about the department. What do we do now that we know that our department doesn't really know whether our doctors are doctors? We just let any doctor, Matthew, to come masquerading, wearing scrubs and with a stethoscope, claiming to be a doctor. We none the wiser. What do we do with people of faith? Pastor Abigail Ngome, is it Ngome, Ngobene? Is that how you pronounce Ngobene? Yeah, an attorney of the High Court of South Africa and a fellowshipping at uh, UCCSA, 
Uh, good evening to you, um, uh, Council. Welcome. Thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, and good, good evening to the listeners, and thank you very much for having me. Now, I don't know which would be the appropriate way to address you. Do I address you as pastor, since you're ordained as a pastor? Or do I address you as counsel, because you're it's counsel okay. of the high court? How do I address you? Which one is most appropriate? It's okay to address me as a pastor. Pastor. All right, I'm let's do that. Let's do that. Pastor, you've been listening to the program. You know what we're talking about. Our issue yes, exactly. is... Now, we know uh, the, the, the Vitz University has distanced itself from this young person. That's not the issue. Um, uh, the Health Professions Council of South Africa has distanced themselves from this person. That's not the issue. Yes. The issue is the people who are supposed to be the custodians of our public hospitals, they didn't know. They didn't know. And now we are probably sick because of some of the people that are supposed to be doctors. Are we not, as people of faith, culpable in one way or the other? Have we nothing to do? Are we innocent, poor little weakling victims? What exactly is our part in this? Well, it's a, it's a very complex issue and it's a dynamic issue. Particularly because the issue of health care is a very sensitive topic in our country, given the state of the health facilities that we have currently, and given the, the state, the actual state, which, of course, is seem to be deteriorating, with all as well the privilege that I have in working in the medical and medical negligence space, where you deal with cases of medical negligence, you will also wonder on whether or not this kind of treatments that are given to patients and given to uh, people of our community, mm. are they administered by a qualified person? The department, the government is held to be liable on this kind of issues in various cases where they pay millions of people who suffer in the hands of medical care practitioners. But with this kind of things are facing, you wonder whether this kind of things are being committed by qualified doctors or these bogus doctors who are operating within our public health facilities. What about, my, my question there, uh, Pastor, is about us people of faith. Uh, remember, we are in the majority in this country, and to an extent, we seem to be useless to our country. Our, our faith seems not to have any influence on the propriety of what is happening in this country. Is that a fair assessment, that we are just a useless bunch that cannot influence our country in the positive direction? I, I wouldn't use the word useless as such, but I'll say the church is quiet. The church is not playing its role. Remember that as the church, we, we categorize or we define by the Bible to be the body of Christ. So what is expected of us supposed to be doing that which Christ will do should he be in Christ in a human form, in, in a human body. So we seem to be more operational. We seem not to be using our our God-given power to subdue the All right, uh, Pastor, Pastor uh, our yes, line uh, is not particularly clear, and we are unable to make out the totality of what you're saying. Just hold that line. Uh, my producer is going to call you back. Hopefully that line will be much clearer than the one we're having. We have turned our attention to what's happening in South Africa, and I don't want us really to be talking about Dr. Matthew. That's not really the issue, or Matthew, or whatever his name really is. I really don't care. But I do care about is the people who may have been put at risk because as far as the reports we have seen in the media, there's thousands more 
who are fake doctors here in South Africa, here in the Republic of South Africa. And the question is, we, people of faith, have we no role to play? Can we not do any? Is there nothing? Is there anything we can do? Or are we going to, like the pastor was saying, that we are not useless. We're just quiet. I'm not quite sure if the change is the effect of what we're doing, which is nothing. But let's get the pastor back on the line. Pastor, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. That's much better. That's much Sorry better about that. that. That's all right. Yes. That's all right. Go ahead, yes. pastor. So my question was, um, uh, uh, are we not culpable in any way? Have we no fault in this? And in this regard, I'm asking because we're supposed to be influencing the society yes. in a positive way. People must or should, at the very least, be infected by the holiness and the goodness and the propriety and the integrity from yes. us. But it doesn't appear so. And that's why I'm using the harsh word useless. Are we not useless? Yeah, to a certain extent, I'll agree with you if you put it in that context. But what I was trying to say before we occurred is that remember that the Bible says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Yeah. So it is this lack of knowledge and our inability to go and look for it, which renders us to a certain extent to be ineffective. We don't take our position as we were, we would be expected to do. Remember our responsibility and our power is to occupy the spaces until Jesus Christ come back. So we seem not to, to be occupying, we seem not to be going out to look for knowledge, and at the end of the day, it is our people who consume this, uh, this medication that are given by bogus, bogus doctors, and they get sick, they come to the church, want to seek some prayers, while they could have prevented this kind of things had they known, had they stood up and verified whether this person offering a medical, uh, medical services is a registered person with the health practitioner, uh, health practitioner start war health profession council of south africa which we call the hpcsa so is this this these are the kind of things that we don't seek information on and at the end of the day i will to a certain extent say yes we don't take our space we don't influence we don't take our position and then it renders us ineffective so here's the logical question that follows then okay okay yeah. naya you're saying we're useless what do you want us to do what can people of faith do I, I, I would say faith without actions is void. What are those actions? I would, say, I, I, I would say that as the church, we should pray. After praying, we should go take our position in all fields, in all places, organize ourselves and be able to voice out in a voice that has a louder volume. We should be able to engage government in their spaces of engagement. You'll note that government also issues some invitation to faith-based organization to come and argue, but the church does not respond. And when the, even when the bills are given out for the public to comment, the church does not respond. And is this bills, is this act, is this laws that come back and bite us, but as the church we don't participate in all these public participation forums. And I would say perhaps we need to organize ourselves, we need to have those platforms, we need to go and access those places where we would be able to make our voice be heard. Because at the end of the day, it's us that suffer. So, um, one of the things that my producer brought to my attention is the fact that this whole story was not investigated and exposed by journalists. 
It was not investigated yes. and exposed by the government, the Department of Health. It was not even investigated or exposed by uh, any of the bodies that would, or police for that matter. This was, this was yes. done by Twitter and TikTokers. They are the ones who exposed this supposed charlatan. Should we not have what was called the gift of discernment? Surely, if we have over 70% people here calling them Christians and then their other faiths who are supposed to be given the gift of discernment to be able to tell when something is amiss, it fooled us all. We did. We were none the wiser as people of faith. Do we yes. really have the spirit of God that gives the gift of discernment? Surely there should have been somebody who all these prophets in this country, so many prophets and apostles, <laughs> all could not tell that na 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 na. Over a thousand of you are fake. Do we have the spirit, really? We 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 do have the spirit. Uh, we do have the spirit, but perhaps as a Christian, and if I have to be honest, I would say the church at some stage had something that which I personally describe as an own goal, where the church itself um, began to accept a certain level of operation which lowered the voice of the church. And I would say perhaps we have to go back to the roots and have to follow up on what are the fundamental principles of the church on earth. What is our duty as the church? What are the spaces that we need to occupy? What are the things that we need to do? Over and above having the spirit of discernment, what are the other things that we need to do? What are the doors that we need to close? Remember that in the church is the same church where we had people drinking petrol, is the same church where we had people doing so much of things in the name of the Lord. Perhaps we need to have some kind of reboot, some up in the church for the church to have the valid voice that the church had to have from the beginning. I think this is the approach that I think uh, if I have to apply logic to it, we need to approach it that way. Final question, I'll let you go there, uh, Pastor. Um, do you yeah, remember the story right. of, of, of Daniel? Was it Daniel? Yeah, I think it was yes, Daniel yeah. who when uh, the, the is it Nebuchadnezzar who had a dream and his own advisors, his own magicians and seers could not see what his dream yes. was up yes. until um, Daniel was called. Same applies yes. with, with, with Joseph, if I remember quite well. It would appear yes. as though um, we don't have the spirit of Joseph and Daniel, the spirit that is able to discern when people are charlatans and get them out of the way and yes. find solutions. Is it possible that perhaps we too are charlatans who are masquerading as Christians or whatever, since you represent Christians, I'll ask you that question. Is it possible that we have the form of godliness, but we are denying the power thereof? There are a lot of those incidents, but I wouldn't want to put a blanket approach to the church at large. I'm a Christian and I'm a firm believer, and I believe that in South Africa, we do have people who are seniors in the gospel. We have people whom I respect so much, whom I believe that they can be able to give a direction. My main worry is that we are too quiet. We are not occupying the spaces that we ought to occupy 
perhaps we are also neglecting some of our spiritual responsibilities to lead and lead by example and be able to be in a spaces where even if we are to give word of prophecy we don't give it in our hidden spaces we are able to stand in the public forum give that particular prophecy that will give the country a direction but I, what i seem to be seeing now uh, 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 it, 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 it's unfortunate that all those things seem not to be happening and we we tend to suffer as the church and have that blanket blanket description of who we are which of course may not be just Justified to say all of the church we don't have the spirit i believe do you we know of have, one church believe... do you know one church one pastor one prophet one apostle any any leader of the christian faith yeah, who stood yeah. up and went to the government and said god told me we have fake doctors here dr so-and-so is a fake <laughs> dr so-and-so is a fake doc do you know of anyone who has been given that or perhaps again are we impotent? Are we unable to perform? We don't have that spirit of prophecy. We claim to be prophets, but we don't have that power. I, I, I agree. I agree with you that we may not have one of the apostles, the pastors, the bishops who may have gone to government and said that. But if you read the story of this gentleman who is in TikTok, I'm not a TikTok person, so I, I'm not familiar too much of what this guy was saying there in TikTok, but I heard since the story suffice. But one of the things that broke my heart was the fact that this issue seemed to have a whistleblower who had blown a whistle at some stage in 2021. And they, they are caught papers to that effect that I have not had sight of that. I just heard of the story and I've seen something that has been reported. But it seemed that such kind of a whistleblower was not followed. It blows back to say, it's both government and the church. But I would say people who are in government are supposed to be these Christians that are quiet. We need to be occupying those space to implement that which we're supposed to be implementing in terms of the law. Remember the church, in as much as it's the body of Christ, is in the world with laws and with laws and principles and regulations that we need to follow. So over and above praying and reading the Bible and, and descending, we still need to occupy those spaces so that we bring the God-given character into the space of corporate. Then we will give direction when we are in positions of power and authority. You understand that, what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that, that's supposed to be happening if we are led by the Spirit. As evidence yeah, if we tell are, us if we are, led by the spirit. We are not. Yes. We don't have that Spirit. We just claim it, yes. but we don't have it yes. as, as it appears. Thank yes. you very much, Pastor. We're going to leave it right there. Our time is up. Thank you very much, Pastor. Really appreciate your Thank time. Very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Um, that is Pastor Ab Abigail Ngobene, an attorney of the High Court of South Africa and also a pastor who's fellowshipping at UCCSA. Bangibizo. I'm hoping I'm reading that correctly in KZN. Pastor and advocate, thank you for your time.